nutrition, gut health, mental health, hormones, and so much more. These all play roles in sustainable weight management. So, I scoured the globe with top experts in fitness, health, and weight loss to bring to you this podcast. So take a seat and enjoy the ride. Welcome to another weekend short of the Matter of a Mind experience. I'm your host, master trainer and weight management expert, Narado Zico Powell. And this weekend, I'm going to talk about how fasting can lead to a healthier microbiome. Now, this is a fantastic follow-up. What did I talk about last weekend? The benefits of having a healthy or a diverse microbiome. So if you haven't listened to that short, go back and listen to it so you can understand the import- that importance, right? What the microbiome is as well. And do that breakdown of habits that you can use to improve the health and diversity of your microbiome. Now, this episode, I'm going to talk about how fasting plays a role in that. But before I begin, remember to visit the Zika recommendation page for products that I've recommended for health, fitness, and fat loss. The link is in the show notes, of course, and will be in the description of the show. And before making any dietary changes, please remember to consult a dietary or medical professional. Now, with that being said, let's get into short. It's been a little while since I've directly quoted, I say, a PubMed study or a PubMed article, right? So I'm going to throw one at you today. This article titled, Beneficial Gut Microbiome Remodeled During Intermittent Fasting in Humans. And I want to stress that we're saying intermittent fasting in humans. Because a lot of studies are in rats, and that's what we have to do. You know, a lot of, a lot of times we have to, our studies are based on rodents, right? Human studies are not as easy to come, to come across. But in this case, it's in humans. And of course, the link to the study will be in the uh, show notes as well. Um, ZikaHealth.com slash fasting healthier microbiome, I think is what it's going to be. But anyway, uh, the study states that uh, intermittent fasting is the practice of, of restricting um, food intake for 12 to 48 hours per fasting cycle over a prolonged period of time, right? Um, intermittent fasting can, can really vary. That's why we said 12 to 48, and it depends on how you look at it. But uh, studies have shown that uh, beneficial health effects, such as weight loss and lowering the risk for um, cardiometabolic diseases, I mean, weight loss should be a no-brainer if you're fasting for 48 hours anyway, right? But then if you don't, if you're not really getting a healthier um, gut microbiome or healthier metabolism, you can easily get away right back while you start eating the food when you start eating normally again, right? So although reduced calorie intake may account for some of the observed uh, benefits of the fasting, the exact mechanisms are still a little unclear. So I just wanted to be clear about that. Studies are still trying to figure out exactly what's happening, but they do see a, a very good causal link. See, recent evidence indicates that fasting may help to uh, remodel and increase um, taxonomic diversity 
And that's in uh, the human gut microbiome, right? He even goes on to say that uh, intermittent fasting associated alterations to the microbiome may play a key role in metabolic and potential health span enhancing benefits of fasting and diet restriction. So with all that kind of putting that together, it's basically saying that intermittent fasting, let's say 12 hours to 48 hours. And if we're really thinking about intermittent fasting on daily, we're thinking about 12 to 14 for women and 14 to 16 for men on average, right? That's kind of where it should be for the most part. And then, you know, having your eating windows accordingly. So if you're a 14 hour fasting window, you have a 10 hour eating window. And if you are a 16 hour fasting window, then you're looking at an eight hour eating window, right? So that's really what I'm really talking about when I talk about intermittent fasting. Yeah, the results and the evidence talks about 12 to 48 hours. Uh, how many people really constantly go 48 hours without eating? And especially if you're not working with an expert. So just wanted to put that caveat when we talk about intermittent fasting, you want to talk about daily fasting so you're not always in a post-digestive state. I interviewed um, Zoe Nutrition, who had run the top nutrition study in the world. And they mentioned that one of the biggest obstacles to our health is that we're always in a post-digestive state. For example, I eat six meals a day, but I eat it within a window. So even though I eat six meals a day, I'm not always in a post-digestive state because I also fast for 14 hours or more per day, right? But if we're constantly eating, 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 we're always in that post-digestive state. So I just want to be clear and make sure I, I, I explain how proper daily fasting is what we need to think about. And yes, it can be very beneficial for a gut microbiome amongst a bunch of other things. Now, before I go on to the next article, I want to quickly stop here and talk about a fantastic product. I'm telling you, it's a fantastic product. It's called Heal, H-E-A-L. It is designed to reduce recovery times and improve physical function by accelerating muscle repair while, while helping you maintain a healthy inflammatory response. Listen to that. Accelerate muscle repair I help you maintain a healthy inflammatory response. The essential amino acid profile of HEAL has been shown, check this out, to increase muscle mass even during times of complete physical inactivity. So if you're not training, let's say you're injured, it can really be beneficial for you. The, the, prof, the, the EAA profile of HEAL developed by the amino company was originally developed to help NASA astronauts maintain muscle mass in space. Check it out. So it was originally developed to help NASA astronauts maintain muscle mass while in space. Think about that. And then it was refined to help people experiencing long periods of inactivity. There are studies that have shown that two weeks of inactivity results in decreased muscle mass and can be up to a 50% drop in muscle protein synthesis. HEAL has been proven superior in direct head-to-head -head clinical trials. A recent clinical trial compared one scoop and two scoops amounts of HEAL with high-quality whey protein. The net balance between both whole body protein synthesis and breakdown were measured, and the response to HEAL was found to be at least three times larger than that of whey protein on a gram-to-gram -gram basis. Here again. The net balance whole protein synthesis and breakdown was measured and was res the response to heal was found to be three times larger 
than that of whey protein on a gram to gram basis. So you want to build some muscle, you want to heal, because you know healing is a very important part of uh, building muscle. Expect one of the more important parts is that you actually build muscle when you're recovering, not when you're building. Visit Amino Co and use code Zico Health and guess how much you get off? Thirty percent off their fantastic products. Not just heal, but all their amino-based products. Aminoco.com, or you can just go to Zika Health, uh, the Zika recommendation page, I apologize, which the link will be in the show notes and description of the podcast. And with that being said, let's get to the second article of the day. Now, there's an article on Google Scholar. It's called Brain-Gut Microbiome Interactions and Intermittent Fasting in Obesity. And it says that the obesity epidemic and its metabolic consequences are a major public health problem, both in the U.S. and globally. While the underlying causes are multifactorial, dysregulations within the brain-gut microbiome system play a central role. See, the availability and the market of inexpensive, highly palatable, and calorie-dense foods have played a crucial role in shifting this balance towards hedonic eating. Circadian rhythm, I should say rhythmicity, affects both eating disorder and multiple gut functions, as well as the compositions and interactions of the microbiome with the gut. So then it goes to reason, right? That daily intermittent fasting that I explained earlier can improve your gut microbiome, which you know now is vital in disease prevention, improve health, weight management, and a whole lot more. And with that being said, enjoy your weekend, fam. Thanks for joining the Matter Over Mind experience. If you got good content out of this or any of my shows, save, subscribe, and share it with anyone who needs this information. Remember, always take the scenic route and enjoy the ride.